Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Dave, and I am here with Carissa Wood, Global Developer Community Manager at Amazon Web Services. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So I've been wanting to chat with you for a while. We had an initial conversation when I first started about user groups and community. And if there is one thread that's connected all of my audience, it's been community and user groups. And it's transformed. Uh, we just had an episode with Farah recently tra- that you know transformed her career of yeah. having this welcome community and this connection. And the fact that AWS has someone that's doing this, somebody who's passionate about this. I mean, I was reading some of the links you sent. I was reading this user group uh, page. And there's questions on there like, what makes a good leader? Yeah. Right? Like, that's yeah. super important. Like, where do I get content? So thank you for coming on. Let's, we're we're yeah. going to talk all about this, how, how, how people can get connected. But I want to start with a little bit of your, for your background. So, so tell me what it is you do now at AWS and how you came there. Because when I first met you, I'm like, she's riding motorcycles. She's a firefighter. <laughs> she's working at AWS. Like you are just a, a cool, interesting person. So let's, you know, tell me a little bit of this background and, and how you got to here and the place you live too. Yeah, yeah, of <laughs> just course. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. Um, so I've actually been at Amazon for just over four and a half years. Um, so I'm coming up on my five-year mark here in 2022. Um, Congrats. Thanks. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. Uh, before Amazon... I was a pro- program manager at Boeing. I worked in flight test and I supported all of the major first flight events um, of the airplanes and delivering airplanes yeah. to the customers. Um, I also supported some large events uh, like presidential visits to the Boeing factory. I had a great experience there. Um, so I worked in Seattle. Was it the Boeing in Seattle? Yeah, yep, in Seattle. And okay. um, I loved what I did there. I worked in operations essentially, and um, I was just looking to make a move in my career and and do something different. So I pursued Amazon. I ended up in operations uh, with Amazon and my background is quite diverse as you mentioned, um, and I've had a lot of different experiences. So while I was a program manager at Flight Test, I was also really interested in supporting my local community where I lived. And I was in um, Seattle at the time, uh, living on Bainbridge Island, and I decided to pursue Fire Academy. Uh, I wanted to become a volunteer firefighter and emergency medical technician. So while I was working at Boeing, um, I also was volunteering in my community. I became, like I said, a firefighter. And uh, as I was pursuing the fire department, I also thought, okay, I want to switch gears with my career, and uh, I looked at Amazon. So I ended up in environment, health, and safety within the worldwide operations side of Amazon. Yeah. And it really aligned with my interest in supporting the public, supporting people, and helping keep humans safe around the globe, really. Um, and yeah. so I, I got to do that, which was awesome. After working in operations for a couple of years, I thought, let's switch gears again and let's really dive into tech. And so I ended up in marketing um, for Amazon Web Services. And marketing was a good place. Um, You know, I really enjoy working with people and I thought this could be a fun opportunity. And I started supporting our vice president of marketing and product marketing. And then uh, just last year, I joined the team supporting developer relations and um, started working with our AWS communities and user groups. 
I am very passionate about helping other people. Um, I've grown up all around the world. I've actually traveled quite a lot as a young person. And even now I still travel. Oh, wow. um, but I, I have volunteered on many different fronts. Uh, so whether it's Habitat for Humanity, um, Surf Rider Foundation, and then I've also supported our, the local surf community in the Pacific Northwest and also the motorcycle community. Uh, I was a co-founder of a women's motorcycle group in Seattle. So when I oh, found wow. out about the, the opportunity, awesome. thanks. When I found out about the opportunity to work with the developer community, I was super curious. I, not being a developer, I actually didn't know what I was walking into. I just kn knew that I love to help people. I want to be able to provide more resources. I think that I understand how communities operate and that it would be a good place to align my passion for supporting others and, um, giving other people a voice and a place to learn. I mean, there's so many things to unpack there. So um, let's start with the user group community it's yeah. itself. And so you had worked in Seattle and you did a ton of travel and you've started a lot of these foundations outside of tech, which right. I love and really driving inclusion and following your passion. How did the, like, was the user group community global? So as someone that's on the outside coming in, I just, you know, for me, when I went to my first user group, gosh, I mean, I, I, it was tech and developery. It was in Philly. So shout out to philly.net, which is this <laughs> group. And um, I was at Microsoft at the time. And it just seeing the diversity of folks in a room all together, it was like, 50, 100 people, I think, on a Saturday, and parents were bringing their kids to learn. There were people that knew nothing about coding that just wanted to learn. And there were people giving of their time. Um, one of my uh, good friends, Danny Diaz, Danilo um, from Dominican Republic, I, he, he may yeah. be listening. I'll have to tell him that, to this, but he did this thing. Oh, gosh, it was Philly Give Camp. And it was okay. just all of these people. So whether you were an artist and you wanted to help like create things for artwork in a mobile app, or you were a coder or a PM, we all got together on the weekend and we had 48 hours to create websites and mobile apps for charities outside Philly. Oh, wow. That sounds and awesome. And just, yeah. And just the vibe in that room and just like, actually, and I do hear this from developers all the time. And I know I felt this. Yeah. Um, uh, of like when you actually give something like that and you build it and there's then it's helping people, it's more than you're just checking code into Git, yeah. right? Like you know yeah. that what you worked on me. So why don't we talk a little bit about for people that are just tuning in and I'll share some of these links. How does AWS support user groups worldwide globally? What is the AWS user group community program? All right, well... AWS user group communities uh, exist all over the world, and they are led by very passionate, vibrant, diverse group of individuals who are outside of AWS. So user groups are started by, it could be anyone in the community. And this is something I really love is that yeah. a lot of our user groups are led by executives of uh, third-party companies. Um, you know, they're our customers. Um, and it, not all user groups are led by like the executive level. Some are led by students and people who are just starting out at the very beginning of their career. Um, but what I've noticed about some of the executives that lead these user groups, they're at a place in their career where they've learned 
so much about a particular subject matter. Um, or they might be an expert in a certain area or just in general, they're, they're looking to give back to the community of developers. You know, they're taking from their experience, they're volunteering their time to host these meetups and really help develop this next generation of developers. And I think that's amazing because the people leading these user groups are truly volunteering and it's, it's not, it's not done for any other reason than to help others. And I think that's something that really has drawn me to work with the community and just be so passionate about what I do. User groups formed organically about 14 years ago. I had to run this down with some team members. We were like, when did they actually start? So yeah, we, know yeah. that, we know that developer community um, started having meetups for, around AWS topics about 14 like, years yeah, ago. Like, yeah, like 2007, right? Yeah. So yeah. I... I I remember seeing some of these pop up, and back then it was like EC2 and S3, uh, and it was like <laughs> infrastructure. Exactly. Folks. Yep. Um, so about seven to eight years ago, AWS began supporting user groups in a somewhat informal way. So initially, they started right. out on their own. Um, you know, these groups just th there would be a leader. They coordinate a website. You know, they coordinate sharing information and promoting these meetups, and then going out to the community and finding attendees, whether it's at students, whether it's at like universities or reaching out to other companies or just contacting friends. Now we have Twitter, uh, we've got the web, we've got, you know, yeah. we've got so much, so many ways to connect with people and really um, spread the message, I think a little bit more. About five years ago, AWS, we started to build out a more formal program to support the user groups. And um, my good friend and coworker, Ross Barrick, uh, he, really spearheaded this support of user groups here within AWS. Um, yeah, and we had uh, we had Ross on talking yeah. about heroes and community builders a little bit. And uh, yeah. I'm jealous of Ross. He's way too tall. I've seen pictures of reInvent and you don't see that when everyone's in front of a webcam. And I was like, what? <laughs> when did this happen? Everyone's like the same from the waist up. And anyway, I, I agree. Yep. Um, it our little, our little Zoom meetings, Chime meetings, the little camera windows that we see of each other. It's not always the best representation of how we look in real life. That's what I learned um, after meeting so many yeah, people. And it's better. Really <laughs> it's totally better because I, and even not seeing people. So as someone who's done virtual for so long, I've worked for people and I talked, uh, we had um, uh, some people on the podcast, uh, uh, Dave Nelly talked about this too. Like, working with people in open source communities for years and not knowing their gender, oh, their yeah. ethnicity, how they identify, just knowing their humor, their humanity, yeah. their contributions, you know? And I think if there's anything, I try to be a little positive when yeah. I can. If there's anything about COVID, it's eliminated any kind of bias of being together in an office, you know? Oh, and it's, and it's, a, it's and I make a joke about height and stuff, just making fun of myself. But you, you know, you know what I mean. Like it's it's good. Yeah. It's like you focus on those things. It's a community. Is. So so go ahead. Yeah. Um, you five years ago we started okay. a program, and Ross was spearheading some of that. Yep. So Ross spearheaded that, and you know we really encourage our user groups to continue to operate autonomously. So we um, we give the user group leaders freedom to run their groups how they see fit, you know, as long as it's within our AWS code of conduct. But outside of that, we provide some benefits to user group leaders, like we'll help provide speakers, we can provide AWS credits, um, we will get them a user group leader connected with a local dev relations team member. So like I said, we have 
uh, we actually have 456 user groups globally spread out across 95 wow. countries right now. And so I have, I got, I have a couple of questions here. Not, not yeah. to interrupt you. So like the number one thing being involved in user groups is content and speakers the, and location, you know? Yeah. Um, and so you were saying you help user groups find speakers. Is that a, like, is it, can that be done self-service going through a website or is it people need to contact an advocate? Um, how do you, how do you go about doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Um, so we help connect user group leaders with speakers and through a few ways. Um, I'd say the first one is we have a Slack channel where all of the user group leaders are invited to participate and communicate with okay. each other. So one way that uh, we help um, a leader place or find a speaker is we just encourage them to communicate amongst each other. Ask right. other user group leaders, hey, who did you have speak at, at your last meetup? Um, who Don't ever have that Dave guy back again. That's, that's what they say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, well, have you spoken at a user group meetup? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I, I, it's my favorite kind of thing. Um, awesome. But I just, I'm a hermit now and we could talk a little bit about this. Like I used to be gone 50% of the time and I was just spending my life on skate stage, you know? Yep. Um, and now I'm where you see me right now. I, I live under here. It's like all my little computers, my game consoles, my gym. It's awesome. like, and I go for like, you know, I'll go outside for walks and stuff like that, but it feels like I'm not in another city using a different currency, understanding the history of its people. Um, <laughs> You it's know, so it's, yeah. And so I tried, I tried the, <laughs> I tried doing the keynotes, um, a lot of the events that I was keynoting before, like all shift virtual. And I tried doing it. And this is just because of my own, um, what would you say, uh, neuroticism in that I felt <laughs> like, like, it, it, what's the best way I could describe it? And anyone as a speaker will know this too, is like, mm -hmm. I was watching some interviews with a lot of stand-up comics. And what they would talk about is you would try out material, right? And so you, you constantly, you couldn't use the same material past a year. Okay. And so what I would used to do is I would go around all these circuits and user groups and different events is I would come up with my kind of thesis idea, like the main thing that I was seeing happening, what my thoughts were around it. And then I would throw some of those thoughts out there, at smaller user groups, or just in talking with people, hear some of the back and, and, and I would create material. Okay. And then people would invite me to go do all these keynotes. Um, and this isn't classic. This is all like everything from Microsoft. Uh, I did a bunch of game dev stuff. I was on Xbox team at Microsoft. It was wow. Alexa, chief evangelist, for, you know, all that stuff, right? So it was stuff I was passionate about and knew intimately, but it was the same kind of like conversation at one event, and then I would take it to the next. Okay. So yeah. when COVID hit, everybody <laughs> wanted it recorded. And I'm like, it's literally the same thing. Like I lost, you know what I'm saying? Like you lost uh -huh. that connection that like that that it was a uniqueness. And so I was like, I feel like events in person have changed, content changed, because it's almost like COVID and all of this is pushing more towards make the best, most, and you've probably seen some of this, right? Make the best, most perfect video you possibly uh -huh. can. And the video is just amazing. And that's it. And so my head just told yeah. me, okay, I'm done. Not that my videos were amazing or perfect in any way, but I, I felt like I said what I needed to say. And it was a weird feeling because I never had that before. I don't know. How are user groups? Is it, I think that it, as a speaker, yes, that happened. But I think a user group in a community is about 
individuals all getting a chance to say something. So I think user groups probably handled this a lot better than I did as a, a speaker, right? <laughs> possibly, possibly. I think we've all been learning. Um, yeah. Know, and it, granted, we're going on a, a year, two years of working virtually now. So finding speakers for meetups has changed in that sense, okay. um, you know, now that meetups are virtual. So previously, user groups all met in person, um, small groups to large groups within their city. And with the yep. change with the changes that we've had moving to virtual and, and dealing with that, finding speakers, I think, has actually become a little bit more difficult for some folks, which is where we step in to help. So we do encourage the user group leaders to communicate amongst themselves, share, share when they've had a good speaker, say, hey, you know, here's, here's someone they did great, and they can get connected that way. From my side of things, I am able to reach out to our developer advocate team and say, hey, you know, this user group in, let's just say, Novi Sad, Serbia, um, they're right. looking for a speaker on serverless. And we'll go find someone within our team internally who can show up and present on particular serverless topic. Um, right. So that's one option. Another one, um, user group leaders can also reach out to our AWS heroes, get connected that way. Uh, I also reach out to our AWS community builders when there are speaking opportunities and I'll say, you know, hey, this meetup group is looking for a speaker on SageMaker 101, something like that. So we, we really are trying to provide community-based speakers so that the- Love that, yeah. Yeah, we want the developer community to really feel like, you know, you're learning from people who are using the same services and experiencing similar real life challenges you can learn from. So we do help with that regarding. Oh, I hear a kitty. That is my kitty meowing. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, with uh, the switch to virtual meetups. You sorry, you just asked me a question and I totally blanked on it. You were asking about how things have changed, I think, with speakers and presenters. Yeah, yeah. And the types and I love what you said about your and I'm gonna I'm gonna post a bunch of these links so okay. that people can go to the the resource and see all of these starting points, what makes a good leader, how do we get content, how do I connect? They can actually see community-driven content. There's nothing that'll kill a user group meeting more than like a sponsored talk where right. someone comes up. And what, how we handled that, in, I shouldn't, you know, like it, it was really the leadership of, of Philly.net and some of these other user groups that have been a part of here in the mid-Atlantic, you know, Eastern U.S. was creating a job board. Okay. And that stopped people from trying to show up because they were basically looking to hire developers. And then they could be like, look, we want developers. Here's all everything about us if you want to find more information. And that went over really well in the community. So you were, you were talking about some of those things and yeah. what makes... Good and and how do people connect now? What was the what was the general vibe at reInvent? Because I saw a lot of the photos you posted. And I know you had a booth there, yeah. everything you know in person. And I'm sorry yeah. to hit you up for a podcast like the week after reInvent. <laughs> I know you're probably completely tired, and so thank you for taking the time. But what was the general vibe? Did you see people from oh, all yeah. over the world show up, and people who were new about AWS communities, and, and what was it like? In it the, was in uh, reInvent was incredible. Um, this was my second in-person reInvent. So um, drastically different experience for me this time because uh, this this year I was responsible for the AWS Developer Lounge or Community Developer Lounge. Um, yeah. And, you know, getting to see both coworkers and customers in person at an event was 
really shocking um, and very emotional. Um, yeah. Getting to see so many, like I just got to meet so many people that I, I didn't even realize I would be meeting as many as I did. Um, yeah. And we had approximately 80 to 90 of our AWS user group leaders from around the globe were at wow. the event. And I'm pretty sure I met about 80 of the 90. Um, and then I also got to meet a lot of our AWS heroes and community builders. And, you know, I've worked with the community for the last year and a half, specifically supporting user groups. And I feel like I've built very good relationships with a lot of the, the leaders from around the globe. We have had a very small but mighty community team. I, I have been the the main person supporting user groups. And so I have been able to build these, I'd say, close-knit relationships one-to-one with um, our leaders. And getting to put a face to the name in person, I am overwhelmed. Like, I was so overwhelmed with gratitude and just grateful to to get to make that human connection. Because I know that I feel I've had a human interaction. It is personal supporting someone in their journey of leading a a user group. That's a very personal experience. I understand they're volunteering their time. Um, I understand, you know, that's an extra responsibility for them. And we AWS are so grateful for that. Like, and I want to make their, their lives easier so that they can keep supporting the developer community. And that way we can just all continue to help each other grow. So Getting to to put the faces to names was great. Getting to have some actual fun, you know, going to different parties and happy hours, and then um, yeah, talking to developers in the in the dev lounge was really cool. Um, I was actually surprised at how many people came through who didn't know about AWS user groups, and that's that, awesome. Yeah, that was actually interesting to me. So there was um, a lot of good discussion that happened. Uh, able to share with people. About, about what are user groups? Um, where can you find yours? How can you get involved? Why does it matter? Um, questions like that. Uh, you know, if you're a new developer starting out, there are so many resources out there. There, I mean, the internet is full of training videos, full of tutorials. You can start to learn about the cloud from so many different angles. And I really encourage anyone that's starting out to get involved with the user group because you might be facing that same problem that someone in the group is having. And it's just a more personal way of learning and interacting with people. And even if it's still virtual right now, even if the meetups are virtual, you're still, there's real people on the other side of those little cameras, you know? And, um, and we'll be in person again. And exactly. I, you know, I, um, the, the, the thing that's always struck me too in user groups and you see it like you you're the type of person you have, uh, volunteered for many things in order to help other people. User groups to me, especially developer ones, mm-hmm. be- you see this thing in people where their fear of not knowing what to do or it's not in their wheelhouse mm-hmm. is overridden by their drive to do something meaningful and help. Yeah. And that's what's over. Like, that may be a person that's afraid of speaking and has never led anything in their life, but they're <laughs> like, this is important to me that we help. Yeah, And they actually step it up and they do it. And so I think I just want to thank you for everything that you do and that this exists. And I'll post all the links that you gave me. Yeah. Is there anything um, 
where anything else you want to say for people to follow you online? Anything to uh, follow up? Well, I think you've shared the Twitter. I know you've got our Twitter link, my LinkedIn contact information, all that stuff is on there. Yeah, Um, Carissa underscore Wood on Twitter. Underscore at the end. Oh, yeah, and underscore. Okay, yeah, it's it's underlined here in Word. Oh, yeah, no worries. Um, I so we are seeing groups beginning to meet back in person again, depending on where you are in the globe. So right, I, right. Before we end this, I would say for anyone who's listening, if you are whether you're brand new to the cloud or you are heavily experienced web developer builder, whatever your skill set is, it, getting involved with a user group is a, a good thing to do for your own learning because one, you can get access to training and resources and and people that can help you learn and build your career. If you are someone who's more experienced, it's a way of giving back to the community in a way that, you know, you might attend a meetup for one hour a day, but the the feedback or the comments that you might share in that meetup, you have no idea how many people that can really help. And so I think user group communities are beneficial for everyone, regardless of where you are in your career path and your progression. Um, I know even for myself, I am not a highly technical person. I am definitely a non-tech person in a tech role, <laughs> but um, I, I jump into the user group meetings uh, on virtual calls. Like I'll, I'll j- join a Twitch live stream or, um, yeah. you know, even a chime meeting. And I just like to pop in, say hi, see, see what people are learning and, I learn even just a little bit, you know, every time I do something like that. So uh, I just re- recommend people join in the fun because there is a lot of fun and it's not just work. Like that's the other thing. These are communities where people get together. You can have pizza, you can have a beer, you can go for a hike together. Like that's something else. It's yes, there's the work side, but those personal relationships and connections that are built through the community is a really fun way to continue to build your career and make you probably a more well-rounded individual with more people and more people skills than you could plan on. <laughs> I, uh, well said, I, I couldn't have, I, I couldn't have put it better myself in the end. It's, it's all about the people and having your love of technology grow outside of having to worry about work politics and the paycheck and right. whatever, just, connecting to another human being that's trying to build stuff too and, and trying to learn is just an incredible opportunity if you have yeah. not been to a user group. So thank you so much for, yeah. for coming on today. I super appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. It's been great to talk with you.